Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Onto Folly podcast, the only podcast that chews 31 times before swallowing their food. <laughs> I am Ivan, joined today with my guest host, Alejandro. How's it going, Alejandro? What's How's it going? going? It's going terrible. No, uh, Oof. it's going good. Um, what have I been up to? This week has been kind of crazy. Back to work. Um, a lot of Bible studies, a lot of ministry, uh, Super Bowl. Um, I ate a lot of burgers. Uh, how was your Super Bowl? What did I do? I worked. Nice. Oh, no, I went to my sister's house. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah nice. She threw a, su- a Super Bowl party for whatever reason. Uh, we, don't, I did. we don't normally do that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, people change. Things change and Things rearrange. Change. Um, yeah, funny story from Super Bowl. I don't know if I told you this, but I was at a friend's house, uh, and they have a dog. Um, good dog, but he barks at everybody, like, and he's kind of, you know, will bark randomly. Um, and so he was just, he was just wilding. He was wilding on the couch and he's just barking hella. And so somebody comes over and they're like, Hey, you know, what gets him to stop barking? You flip him over. So they, you know, grab the dog. He's a small dog. Yeah. And they like flip him over like on his back. And as soon as he did, he starts projectile peeing. Oh <laughs> like, my God. He just starts projectile peeing. And it was just, a, it was during the halftime show and it was just crazy. You know, California love. Got excited. And then just, he just, I, yeah. And it was just pee and hilarious. And so highlight of the Super Bowl right there. Projectile pee. Oh my gosh. Um, also shout out to Fabletics, uh, water resistant pants. Dang, are we sponsored? We should be. Fabletics. Fabletics? Honestly. Um, Fabletics, if you're, Kevin Hart, if you're listening to this, I'm part of the Short Kings Club. Hey. Short Kings uh, Court. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the court, <laughs> the court, I think so. The Royal court, the panel, the panel. Um, I, I'm a short Kings, uh, stockholder. Oh yeah. So, um, but it was good. I mean, this week has been, has been pretty crazy. It's just kind of, it, it's, it's just kind of flown by and yeah. Anything new not, with you? Um, well, you know, we had our, our theology on tap. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was fire. Um, fuego, fuego, fuego alert. Uh, it was good. It was good. Everyone seemed to really enjoy it. Um, and, uh, you know, Father Bob, he was uh, super excited to hear all the really good feedback. And he's like, yeah, we have to start doing more stuff. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fair enough. Like, all right. <laughs> but, um, you know, the big the big project that I have coming up is um, uh, starting a men's group at our parish. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. And so uh, it was really funny because um, I didn't know, like, what the heck I was doing. Like, I was like, I don't. Yeah. How? How even? How do? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, like in my mind, I'm thinking, like, oh, am I gonna like? Are we gonna do like a like a Bible study or like a book study or you know how are we gonna how are we gonna format this? And yeah. uh, eventually, it started giving me like a lot of anxiety, and I was like, yeah. it started freaking me out. Which uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a bad sign if you're doing ministry and that's you know yeah, the yeah. way you feel. Yeah, yeah. Um. So eventually, you know, I swallowed my pride and you know asked for help. And uh, uh, I reached out to a, a good friend of mine, um, Bart Schutz. He uh, helps out with the at the JP2 Healing Center okay. with like Sister Miriam Sick. and his brother uh, uh, Bob. Um, and he also does a bunch of like ministry, like guest speaking stuff like that. Yeah. And so I was like, "Hey, Bart, um, you know, I hope you're doing good. My pastor wants to start a men's group, and uh, pretty much don't know what I'm doing. So if there's any resources <laughs> or advice." Uh, you know, I'd really appreciate it. And uh, sure enough, he's just like, like that's that's great, Ivan. You know, like I actually have a friend like that's his thing. Like 
that's all he does. Like he nice. he starts men's groups. <laughs> Sick. And so he gives me the contact info for you know someone named John Edwards. Okay. I don't know if you know who that is. I don't. It's a pretty big deal, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, he's pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. Uh, he is the founder of Just a Guy in the Pew Ministries. Oh. And uh, he's like getting really popular. Like he really? like I, I started looking him up just to make sure like he wasn't like. Some rando. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he was, like, on EWTN. He was, like, on all nice. these, like, different talk shows, on cool, all cool, these, cool. like, podcasts. He just did one with, like, Matt Frad. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I you know I called him and we linked up. And, uh, man, the way that this guy talked about ministry was, like, amazing. Sweet. You know, like it was, he set a fire in me for sure. And, yeah. like, all of a sudden now, like, I'm super excited about it. That's sick. So uh, we're working on getting him out here. And uh, it's going to be dope. That is going to be dope. It's going to be dope. That's awesome. I'm excited. That is awesome, man. Um, Ash Ash Wednesday's coming up. Oh. So you already know what it is. Bible study is going to be in full effect. <laughs> um, yeah. So you ready? Let's do it. Let's jump right in. All right. So today's episode is called Sit Down, Be Humble, Sit Down, Be Humble. Yeah, we have to switch it. It's the other way, isn't it? Uh, is it? Be Humble. Sit down. In the yeah, isn't it? I mean, for yeah. I guess copyright reasons, we should have it reversed. Oh, like I that. guess so. Ooh, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows who we are. Yeah, that's fair. We'll be fine. We got like a shout out to Kendrick Lamar though. A shout out to Kendrick <laughs> Lamar. Um, we got like two years before they copyright us, uh, before they find us. Yeah, before they find us. <laughs> Actually, who knows? Um, cool. So uh, we're just gonna start off share an embarrassing story that humbled you. Um, do you want to go first? Or want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Um, so uh, before, I mean, before telling this story, I mean, we, a uh, little bit about me, um, I'm gonna be real with you. Um, I am, I'm, 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 I'm a gassy Mexican. All right. I'll be real with you. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, a lot of my embarrassing stories have to do with just, just, just being gassy. I like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I went through like a vegetarian phase and it was just, you know, beans and cheese. It was my life. Um, anyways, um, I got called in for jury duty. Right. Um, and also kind of a little bit about myself. I'm like really anxious uh, and have struggled a lot with being really anxious in like social places and stuff. And I always want to seem like I'm not weird. Um, and so, you know, I get called for jury duty. I actually have to go this time boo it sucks uh and so i'm like waiting in line and i don't know just it wasn't a particularly gassy day you know for me personally Mm -hmm. Uh, it was just a normal day i was just chilling in line you know they give you a number and i'm just waiting um and then they call kind of your group before they lead you to the courtroom and so you're just kind of chilling there so i was standing and here's the first mistake on my part i had a very open stance um I just was not. Yeah, you're spreading yourself out. You know. Yeah, uh, I just was not prepared to, you know, to protect myself, yeah. to defend myself right. against any incoming possible threats, any possible threats, yeah, any bogeys, any bogeys coming from within. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so um, I just, and, and you know, sometimes, and to be real, you know, sometimes you 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 feel it, you feel you feel the fart coming, and you're like, yeah, at yeah. least you get prepared. Like, you got to brace yourself. Yeah, you know, you you know. Uh, but this one, it was just uh, no warrant, just bust the door down type deal. Yeah, yeah. Boom, fart out loud, just in public. And there's people like all around me. And um, 
And then I was like, all right, I got two choices. Right. It's like time slowed down, right? It's like yeah. As yeah. soon as it like just kind of exploded. It was like in those shows, like where like it like the frame freezes, yeah, and then like you pop up in front I of the pop frame. up in front of the frame, and then it's like, all right, we got two options here. One option, we own up to it and say sorry. Yeah, yeah. But there's always option B, which is always the better option. Option B, yeah. Option B, pretend like nothing happened. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. Oh. What you, I was going to say blame it on the person next to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like I was surrounded by people, but also I was like, I, I, could, w- I was like, I could like imagine you. I could imagine you looking at the person next to you and be like, oh, dear God. <laughs> really? This man farted. <laughs> this guy just farted. <laughs> and uh, option B for me was uh, just pretend like nothing happened. And um, option B was the winner. I legit just uh, didn't react, pretend like it didn't happen. But I saw people like turn their heads that they know they they heard the fart right yeah. they heard the fart um it wasn't it wasn't a smelly one i don't think so but yeah for sure i i felt like like dying inside like i, I felt <laughs> i felt like I, I don't know i was like i just want to crawl in a it's hole like, and no just, one look at and me die but i it you know on the surface i was i was cool calm collected you know what i'm saying yeah. i just you know was chilling in the yeah. pocket and then people just started like, people just the apathy set in they're like whatever and then they just went back to their own business and nobody nobody cared and so <laughs> um but for sure a huge huge humbling experience don't uh, let the haters see you cry don't let the haters but on the inside <laughs> on I was, the inside i was breaking open bro i was well yeah in many ways just, does it smell really bad i don't think so no. i don't think so um but, you know, my eyes just kind of glazed over and I was just kind of in survival mode at that point. <laughs> fight or Social, flight. Yeah, I was just in like fight or flight. You squared up for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and it, I mean, it's kind of a silly thing, but like I realized for me, like social interactions become such an idol for me mm-hmm. that like I was like, oh no, if I ever have like an awkward one, like it just like kills me inside. Yeah. And I think like God knows that. And so he and his, you know, it was part of his divine will yeah. to allow this fart to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that I may be humbled. Of course. You know, before him. Uh, but yeah, after that, I, I don't know. It, t- it honestly took me like a month for me to tell anybody about that because I was so embarrassed yeah. by it. And, and that whole day was just kind of a trip. I like yeah. was trying to like talk to people and like I, compl- I complimented like this girl on her shoes because she had like these really cool like Gucci shoes. And she was like, okay, thanks. And then just like did it, <laughs> like talk to me. Like, Get away and from me, like, perv. Cool, 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 cool. She's like, this is the guy that farted. That little, that nasty. He just farted and acted like nothing happened. Um, and and it was weird. And then I started talking to this other guy who was like a lot more social, and that was cool. And then naturally, he was just like, yeah, well, what do you, you know, what do you do? And he's like, and he just kind of avoided the question. And I was like, ooh, does he kill people? What do you do? What do you do? And he's like, does he murder people? And he's, he's like, like, what do any of us do, really? You know, it's just like, <laughs> what is any it's of such us? Such an existential question. It's such an existential question. <laughs> and then he just ended up saying that he like um, essentially drives like a bus to strip clubs. And then I just had to pretend like I wasn't scandalized by that. And then I was like, oh yeah, cool, 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 cool. Like yeah. he takes like people to strip clubs. To strip clubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Like a like a party bus or like a bus bus? I don't know. Like and is he taking like that, is it one of those like stop there? Is it like those like, uh cool. those those uh shuttles that elderly people take? Like they're taking like old yes. people to like strip he takes yeah. It's like the government shuttle buses that take people, but specifically to to strip clubs. To strip clubs. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, could have been any location. It could have been any location. Could have been the government shuttle that takes them to like McDonald's. Yeah, honestly. You got strip clubs, though. But I guess strip clubs. 
And, and then I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And I was just like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. No, no doubt, no doubt, no yeah, doubt. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, cool. So, um, I don't know. You yeah, family? Like, if I could drive anywhere, I would go to church. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Uh, but yeah, it definitely took me, um, yeah, it took me a while for me to, for me to live that down. Yeah. And, and honestly kind of give that to the Lord and then yeah, yeah. be able to laugh about it. Um, but yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Definitely most embarrassing story there. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think this is such a tough question because like for me, like I remember when I was trying to think about it, like I feel like I have suppressed so many <laughs> of these memories. Cause like, I remember like I laughed when I saw the question and then I was like, Oh, this is going to be super funny. And then like, I'm sitting there thinking, I was just like, Oh no. Okay. Any day now. Any day now. And I could not think of anything. Damn. And then, um, but sure enough, you know, like, but my thinking space is always the bathroom. Ah. Uh, um, whether I'm showering or, you know, you know, using the John. Yeah, hitting but, the John. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but mine's not that embarrassing. I, it's just It just happens to be the only thing that came to mind. Yeah. But, uh, of course, you know, like most people, I have a childhood nickname. Yeah. And uh, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> Oh, it kind of slaps. <laughs> I think I know what it is. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, and it's a, it was a name that was given to me by my family. And, um, you know, I was a, you know, very chubby little kid. And, uh, you know, I used to love the, the Mexican, like, pastry brand the, the for the bread. Yeah. And it was called uh, Pan Bimbo. Yeah, slaps. Yeah, slaps. And so, I don't know, like, I hear a different like stories about how I got this nickname. Yeah. Like, cause like my name's Ivan in Spanish, you pronounce it Ivan. And supposedly some of my cousins couldn't pronounce like a V. So they said Iban. And then eventually like it transformed to like Ban Ban. And then it's Bamba. like, we were watching like Bambi one time and it turned into Bambi. And then, Bambi. and then eventually, I don't know, maybe if I, I grew into it and it became Bimbo. And then, like, so, <laughs> bimbo, bimbo. Well, that's the thing is, just like my friends would hear my mom calling me that, and they would look at me and they'd be like, "Did your mom just call you bimbo?" <laughs> I'd be like, "I was like, no, you guys don't get it. It's, like you don't it's, understand. It's a it's, pastry. It's, it's very endearing. You guys just don't understand. You're making it weird. You're making it weird. But I remember it's just so funny because you know, like, I'm like I'm growing up, and you know, I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, and. uh eventually like my mom will come in and i'm with my friends and she'd be like bimbo and like immediately my my <sighs> face would turn red i'm like it's just like mom you don't know how long i've been grinding to get this street cred <laughs> <laughs> and with one word you shattered it all everything my <laughs> everything is legacy. gone everything is erased i'm just bimbo to these guys just bimbo <laughs> And I remember there was one time, it was like a, like, what was it? Like, I forget what they're called. Like an open house when like, they, like your parents come to the school. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's when we were in middle school and we went to lead. And I remember there was like one class that I had with like, and like all like the, like the really pretty, like popular, popular girls were in it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like, you know, like they're, they're really pretty. And so, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, eventually I was going to date all of them. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but, um, but like we were sitting there and like, I'm talking to these girls and then my mom goes like, she does it again. She's like, like bimbo, like, like go grab those papers. And like, they look at me and they're just like, 
What did she just call oh, you? What? I was just. I was like nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. It's uh, uh, Slovakian. It's a. Uh, it's a Slovakian word for uh, for wild at heart. <laughs> for manly man. Manly man. Uh, but uh, that was like. And it was funny because my mom, like, is going through, like, a name change right now. Yeah. And um, uh, for whatever reason, like, she she's, like, on, like, like the, an authorized user, like, in my like on my bank account. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, I had to go with her to, like, approve, like, the name change for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember why she was um, she was on there. Because when I was in seminary, she decided to open up an account for me so she could send me money, mm. even though I'd already told her not to. And so <laughs> she titled the bank account Beanbo. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and like, she's like, oh, so what account is it? Oh, and, she, and my mom, like my mom forgot that she named it that. And uh, she's like, oh, I don't know. It's like the one with like, like you know, X amount of money in it. And I was like, damn, mom, like, come on. <laughs> you don't got to do me like that. And she's like, oh, it's, uh, it's Beambo. And I was like, oh, d- dang it. <laughs> the teller's like, excuse me? Excuse me? Uh, well, no, this is the teller speaking to us. Ah. Uh, Cause she can see like all the, the oh, accounts on her, on her yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Beambo's the one, right? And I was just like, oh, yeah, probably. I guess so, man. But, uh, yeah, that's just always been like the one constant, like, <laughs> embarrassing variable in my life that's awesome that's awesome um i got an, i got another one so okay i guess your common theme in your life is uh embarrassing is uh obviously like you know bimbo yeah your nickname um for me again it's it's just being gassy i don't know like mm-hmm. I, I i i just don't know i don't know why in my middle school and high school life i was just so gassy like all the time not all the time but just in the most crucial times yeah you know um and so all throughout middle school and high school, I, I played trumpet. And so during that, most of, most of that time, I, I would take private lessons with this guy. Um, this like elderly guy who's super awesome, really, really nice guy. And I would go over to his house and do private lessons. And so part of it, it's like, okay, um, you know, we warm up together. And then he'd be like, all right, cool. Uh, did you want to, like, what do you want to work on? You want to play it for me? And then we'll work on it, right? Uh, and so I was, like, getting ready to play it for him. And if you don't know about playing trumpet... It's, it's physically, like, demanding, right? And a lot of woodwind instruments or, yeah. you know, wind instruments. Well, that's actually a brass instrument. But uh, just physically demanding, you know, you got to take a big breath. You just, you know, yeah. diaphragm, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Get that Tighten oxygen. the core. Yeah, yeah, you just, the core, you know what I'm saying? The clavicles. Um, you know, but, uh, <laughs> the what now? <laughs> clavicles. The, um, and so, you know, and again, it's kind of one of those that just, just creep up on you. You know what I'm saying? There was no warning. There was no warrant. Like, they just bust bust the dough down, and I was like, ooh, snap. And I, I was, like, ready to play, take a deep breath, boom, blast. You know, it comes yeah. out. It comes out, and, again, I notice my private teacher, like, look at me. Like, he turns around, like, immediately because he, he hears the, you know, the rat-a-tat-tat. Right, right, right. And, uh... <laughs> And I just did the same. I just started playing. I just started playing. I was like, I didn't even react. I just, boom, just started playing. Started playing my etude, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my <laughs> I was like, gosh. Shoot. And then just didn't talk about it. Just didn't, didn't even acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but again, inside I felt like, like crawling in a hole and dying. <laughs> it, was so, it was awful. Oh, it was man. so bad. I always have that fear when I'm doing uh, squats at the gym. Yeah? Yeah. 
because like only girls do squats apparently and so like it's always like guys <laughs> do them in private it's just yeah and i think so i feel like that's the case it was like always me and then like a bunch of girls on the like the the squat rack next to me <laughs> and then i'm just kind of like all right don't mess this up don't mess please, this up don't mess please this up. god don't don't <laughs> let this happen to me luckily here. enough they're all wearing headphones yeah so like if, in case anything does happen like it's it's, 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 it's yeah it, i just have to rely safe. i have to well i have to rely on the fact that like it won't smell afterwards yeah you if know? it does you gotta dip yeah, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm done. And I was just like, this girl farted, by the way. So that was gross. <laughs> you tell you go down the entire row of them. It's like, excuse me, just so you know, I'm leaving. But this girl right here farted. But that girl farted. That girl over there farted. I'm, but I'm leaving, though. Yeah, I'm leaving. That, like, that wasn't me. <laughs> I'm leaving because she farted. Yeah. I was like, it was just so bad. I couldn't I couldn't stay there. But I'll be back because I'm not done with my set. So. <laughs> yeah, I still got like three more. I still got three more. <laughs> just so you know. She, over there, she farted over there. Like, bit, like big bad. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> That's disgusting. Also, if you don't like fart humor, I'm sorry. I know we like it a little too much. We like it a little too much. Everybody, I mean, come on, let's be real. Everybody loves a little. Everybody loves a good fart. I agree. I mean, respectfully. 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 Like I think that's one of like the Bro. most. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just I just unlocked the memory what? of my missionary year. What? I, I took a personal retreat at um, and uh, it's like Orange County. Um, it was like Silverado somewhere, but it's like this like retreat center. Um, it's like really cool. Um, the Santiago Retreat Center, and super cool place. And they have a Shroud of Turin, like official Shroud of Turin center there because mm-hmm. they did a lot of the research in for, with the Shroud of Turin. If you don't know what the Shroud of Turin is, it's essentially the cloth that Jesus was buried in. It has his like image uh, imprinted on it that scientifically makes absolutely no sense. It's crazy, supernatural, look it up, crazy. But they have a whole center there where they have like these giant like images, like um, uh, like backlit images of it. And so I was chilling there when I was there for my personal retreat. There was also a group uh, from Huntington Beach, like a bunch of college students who wanted to take like a personal retreat thing for their focus thing because it was during COVID um, and their university wasn't going to have a retreat. So like, well, let's just go to retreat center and watch the focus retreat, whatever, or the focus uh, conference for Seek. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the younger brothers was also there and he was like, he's like in high school. And so we're getting the presentation on the Trout of Turin. And my man's just farts, like, just rips just, cheeks, just <laughs> just rips it, bro. And like, he literally just like turns around and says, "Sorry," and just keeps going. <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, what?" We were trying to learn about the wounds of Jesus, and, I was like, bro. and you ruined it. And I was like, "Bro, what is going Soiled on?" Soiled it. It was hilarious, but he's just like, you know, pop. Sorry, boom, keeps keeps listening, and I'm like. What a G, man. What an absolute <laughs> G. What a king. No care in the world. No care in the world. And I'm like, man, this is a good man right here. Good man right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're should jumping we, in? Should we jump into the I topic? I think it's time to jump in. There's no better transition than... Do you, want, do you want to explain the topic? Uh, sure. Uh, topic is, um, we're talking about humility, right? So, obviously, we talked about, like, some stories that were, that humbled us, <laughs> but humility doesn't always come, you know, from humiliation, but it can. Could. Um, but it can. Um, so, we're going to read a little bit of scripture, just like, you know, what, is it, what does scripture tell us about growing a humility? Mm-hmm. So, you want to read that? Yeah, I can read it. Up? I have it pulled up. Let's do it. All right. So, this is uh, from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, uh, verse 13 to 17. Uh 
And they sent some Pharisees and Herodians to him to ensnare him in his speech. They came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man and that you do not con- and you are not concerned with anyone's opinions. You do not regard a person's status, but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Should we pay or should we not pay? Knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why are you testing me? Bring me a denarius to look at. They brought one to him and said, and said to them, Whose image is inscribed in this? They replied to him, Caesar's. So Jesus said to them, Repay to Caesar's what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. They were utterly amazed at him. Okay. So what made you want to pick this specific passage? I think uh, this was always kind of like um, like a drop the mic moment. Right. You know, uh, for, for, <laughs> for Jesus. But in a sense, you know, I think... The, the main uh, reason why I, the main reason why I chose is because we see uh, these Pharisees in a sense being humbled yeah uh, and you know he's not doing this in a malicious manner even though like they kind of like were targeting Jesus mm-hmm. in in that sense yeah but um I see I see like this idea of what who the Pharisees think they are and who yeah. they believe Jesus to be. Uh, and so like kind of connecting it to like the own, like my own story that I shared with, with my embarrassing childhood nickname, um, you know, for so long, like, uh, being in like social settings, I was trying to create this persona of myself. Right. And so, um, you know, as I believe this lie that I was creating, Mm -hmm. uh, I began to look down on people. Yeah. I began to see people as less than me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so <laughs> all it took was like one moment for my mom to call me by that, that like endearing name yeah. uh, for me to like kind of snap back into reality and yeah. be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I think this is kind of like what's happening here in, in yeah. the scripture verses, gotcha. this idea of just like um, the, the Pharisees being the Pharisees being, you know, the, these, these holy people, the one, like the ones who, who, who lead the ones who pretty much, um, are to be the role models, mm-hmm. the up, the upper class, the, the, the ones on the pedestal. And he's, he, they, they do, they, they do this scheme mm-hmm. to, to trap Jesus. And all Jesus had to say is, is, you know, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God, what is God. Yeah. And even at the end, it's like, they were amazed at what he said. Um, and it's like this, this snap back into reality, like this idea of just like, like, you know, we are all sinners, yeah. but at the core of it, like we are made in God's image. Right. And in, in that, you know, like we find like who, who we are. Yeah. So this is why, like, I, I, I chose this one specifically. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. And I, man, that makes a lot of sense of like humility comes when like God in, and in, in some way, I think like God is so good that he knows how to, how to relate to us. Mm-hmm. And then like, for me, I think, um, I'm so stubborn that like I I need kind of that humiliation and that like failure. Yeah. Also, did you close your window? I did not. Of <laughs> what did we say? <laughs> it's all good. So somebody's taking out their trash, you know what I'm saying? Again, God wants to take out your trash. But uh I, you know, I, and like 
for me, what it looks like is like, I very much kind of need the failure. I very much kind of need the shattering of kind of me building up this image of myself. Right. And for me, like a lot of it takes on the form of like this, um, uh, like making an idol out of like who people perceive me as. And like, I want to be perceived as like cool and chill and, you know, no care in the world, but inside I'm dying because I just farted in public (laughs) and inside it's just tearing me open. Right. Um, I think God knows that, and he very much, like, I mean, it sounds silly to think, like, well, God allowed that fart to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's kind of stupid. But but in a sense. But in a sense, like, that's that's a, a huge way that was shattered. That You know, on first surface level, it's like, oh, man, this is embarrassing. But underneath, I was like, why is this affecting me so much that I, like, I legit didn't talk, ab- talk about it for, like, yeah. a month. I was, like, too embarrassed to tell yeah. anybody. And then I actually took it to the Lord, and then, yeah, I don't know. I was like, why? why is this, why is this supposed to be this deep? god yeah and then it's like it is this deep and i was like i guess it is this deep and um but yeah essentially like you know that's that's the way in which god has has humbled me in many ways um and it makes perfect sense of like you know jesus does it in like not a malicious way yeah but um this this reflection of like has the pharisees reflect on like oh shoot like what are we doing (laughs) like (laughs) like dang why are we why are we putting him to the test right and answers in such a beautiful way and in such a way that like allows us to encounter truth Mm -hmm. um without it being like rude yeah yeah i think um you know the the thing about it too is um you know we i guess in a sense we have to define define humility yeah um which i mean you hear a a ton of different things i think like the one uh that everyone like kind of like agrees on is the idea of just like humility is knowing who you are Mm. um but that's tough because if you're not looking at yourself through an authentic lens right then uh you're not going to be humble and uh, i always think of this one person that i went to seminary with yeah and it's bad to say but man nobody liked him and uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but like that but um you know like he was a, a young dude and and you know he he thought very highly of himself yeah. Um, to, <laughs> to the point where like he was like pretty much telling like, you know, these priests who were in charge of him that like they didn't know what they were doing, uh, oh, like, gosh. That, that they weren't good at like, you know, spiritual direction. Oh. They weren't good at like human formation. And uh, R- of course, it, of course, it didn't work out. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, it's funny because like I remember there was one time we were sitting down. And he's just like, he's like, you know, I'm very blessed to not have to deal with like any like, you know, serious sin. And I was like, what? He's just Wrong like, way. well, yeah, man. Like I hear like there's guys struggling with like pornography and like, you know, like all this other stuff. And yeah. And he's just like, but like, I've never really had to deal with anything like that. And I was just, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I looked this man dead in his eye socket. And I said, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Uh, and he was just like, and I was just like, I was just like, dude, like you are super prideful. Like yeah. to the point where no one wants to be around you. Yeah. And he's just like, what do you mean? Like just completely oblivious. Yeah. And so I remember like we had like this whole conversation and uh, it's like, okay, so like I'm a little prideful. And I was like a little bit. That's all you got. <laughs> That's so awesome. Uh, but it's the, and he brought up that same definition is just like, like, just like, it's like being humble is, is knowing yourself, knowing your, your gifts, your abilities. Yeah. I uh, was like, well, yeah. Also knowing your defects. Yeah. Um, and so like <laughs> it's oh man it was so tough it was mm. so tough and uh 
it's this idea like you know he he considered considered himself to be like very intelligent yeah uh which i mean i mean i wouldn't say he he wasn't yeah uh there's definitely a lot of smarter guys there than yeah. <laughs> but um um but you know he would he would say very like like backhanded things to other people oh yikes um and so like he would be like like i'm not saying that you guys aren't smart like i'm saying that like i'm just like the smartest and i'm just like <laughs> what in the world bro, bro, bro. <laughs> oh man but it's like and it goes back to that idea of just like like knowing who you are and yeah. like this is this is who he believed he was um yeah. and so like at that point like there was no talking to him mm. um uh I, and trying to convince him even though like we we, we definitely try yeah. <laughs> um but um it so like i think to really strive for humility really it's going to depend on on like how how do you view yourself mm-hmm. you know in in the most like authentic way possible yeah um which is tough yeah because if you actually pursue to to look at that like you're not you're not going to like the answer right. until until Jesus comes along to right. to fill that 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 void and we see it in in today's reading because in the same way that um the icon of of Caesar is imprinted on that coin mm-hmm the icon of God is, is imprinted on us. Yeah. And, um, so yes, we, we are fallen and we are broken. Um, but we also are loved and belong to God. Yeah. And I think that's the, these are the two things that kind of have to, mm-hmm. I don't know, meet at the meet in the middle for us to truly get a sense of identity of who we are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah. And that, and that is so true of like, if you're not, if you're not comparing yourself to the perfect, right, you know, to, to Jesus, then there's just a whole slew of shenanigans that can ensue. And I think we see that in the culture, right? Yeah. Of like, I, I would agree that like in many ways, kind of the, the worldly idea of humility is, is that of like knowing who you are. Um, but like apart from God, that becomes a kind of a, a nasty thing, kind mm-hmm. of a, a terrible thing to deal with. Kind of, and again, what what comes from that is is pride and uh, you know self deprecation as well. Like humility is not self deprecation, right? Yeah. Um, because if you know who you are in light of the way that God sees you, then you know that you have intrinsic value, right? And just like the coin, right? Right? That there is an intrinsic value um, that you have and dignity that you have and worth in the eyes of the Creator. Um, but also it doesn't mean that like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're like above everybody else. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, I don't know how, in what ways have you seen, so as, as we kind of transition from like embarrassing stories, like what, what ways do you think that God, in other ways, God has humbled you in, in crushing kind of that self image? Oh man, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I realized how prideful I was until I, I went into yeah. seminary, especially meeting this one guy. And I think the the reason why I struggled so much with him was because I saw a lot of, a lot of myself in him. Yeah. And so, um, uh, for one, um, you know, like I, I'll, I'll even go back to like when we used to do ministry together at St. Francis. Yeah. Cause I remember like, you know, when I was there, like I thought we were like the best thing ever. Oh yeah. Like I thought we were like super good we at ministry. Everything. Yeah. We knew everything. And so I remember when like, you know, you know, someone would tell us to like knock it off. Like, yeah. they'd be like, "Who are you? Like, who are you to tell me?" More like knock it on. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> you look back to all the bros. 
Yeah, and, and they're the, just like, yeah. And the popped, the popped collar polos. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, Slick yeah. back hair. Slick back hair. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, there was a a lie there that, that I, I, yeah. I kind of bought into. This idea that, like, man, like, like God has given me a gift mm. to do ministry. Yeah. And he's like, like, I am the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, man, dude, like, like, once you, like especially like in my time in seminary being a part of different parishes and like seeing like the beautiful things that like different people were doing within the church. And they were just like, man, they were humble. Yeah. Like they, like they would tell me like, you know, I would, I would compliment them and the way that they would like respond, Mm -hmm. like was like, I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Like, Oh, (laughs) but, but man, like they like completely knew that, that they were just kind of like, you know, like how Mother Teresa put it, like the pencil in God's hand. Right. Like, like they were just like the vessel that the Holy Spirit would right. move in. Um, right, as opposed to myself who believed that like I had to be the one to like come mm-hmm. up with the ideas, to right. execute, to like yeah. do what I had to do. Yeah. And so like little by little, um, God was, you know, softening my heart and, and kind of like healing me from this pridefulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other thing that helped me um, to kind of like, like break free from that was uh honestly seeing like the people that I hurt along the way yeah. that I would justify for in sure. you know being a jerk because mm-hmm. it's like it's for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Uh and so it it's it's tough because like I said, you know, like eventually you're gonna stare yourself in the mirror for for like what you are. And, yeah. And it's gonna hurt. Right. Um uh but man, like Jesus wants to come into that like so bad. Yeah. Like when you like completely strip yourself of like everything, like everything that you thought made you, you, Uh and like you're, you're down with just, you know, you who, who is the sinner. Yeah. Like that's tough to look at. It's so tough. And, uh, but man, the, the, the healing that comes from it, Mm -hmm. like the, the fact that, that Jesus wants to be there. Yeah. There's, I mean, I don't think there's any better feeling than that. No. And so it's been this, like, like this constant yeah. kind of cycle of like, like, okay, like, like beating and, and like breaking down and then not like healing yeah. and, and lifting up. Yeah, dude, I, I definitely relate to that. I had a very similar encounter, um, a similar experience to that of like building up myself in my ministry of like, I'm the leader, you know, and, and I, and I built up a, a specific way to lead that was very like, I don't care about your feelings. We're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Cause the mission's important. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you know, which is obviously not a good way to lead, right? Not taking into account people's emotions, people's, you know, experience and stuff like that, or taking the time to just make people feel seen where you're so mission focused that you, you don't do that. Yeah. And so I remember I was at um, the Dominican Institute, Institute of Student Ministry mm. when I was a peer minister for my Newman Center. And I just remember praying in adoration. Um, and it was like in the evening. And, you know, I'm just like adoring God on my knees with my little prayer hands. And I'm like, Jesus, and do other people see you in me? Like, and just like asking, <laughs> expecting, like, yes, yeah. like this, like affirmation, right? Yeah. Um, and this was like one of the first times that I very, he- that very clearly heard like the Lord speak, <laughs> <laughs> like definitively. Yeah. Um, and he said no, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know what to, I, yeah, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, at first, I was like. That didn't, that didn't happen. Yeah. And then I was like, shoot, like this, the no is just kind of bouncing around in my heart. And I'm yeah. like, 
And I didn't know what to do. So I just wrapped up my prayer and went to bed. Like, I, I just didn't know what to do with myself. And um, that entire, like, that just started this entire just conversion of realizing, like, shoot, like, people don't see, like, Jesus in me, right? Yeah. And, and the same way, kind of like the coin, right? Right. Like, you can see the face of of the Lord imprinted on it, right? Yeah. Like, if, if, if people don't see Jesus in me, right? Yeah. Then what the heck am I doing in my ministry? And right. led into this entire, like, I built up this image Yo, someone's playing the recorder <laughs> out there, bro. I think my nephew's it's got crazy. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, and it's just I, I recognize this like false image that I built up of like this this prideful, you know, thing of like I again kind of same thing like I am the savior type deal, right? Um, and how Jesus just with a simple word, yeah. and it wasn't rude, right? Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't mean. It, was it wasn't no. It wasn't facetious. Like it was just like it was, it was just, the answer to the question you asked. Yeah, it was a sincere, just no, yeah. right. Uh, and as I think of it now, like, um, the no, in, in a sense, kind of like also broke Jesus's heart. Yeah. Right? Um, and just kind of led me on this entire, just quite, and I remember like having like a conversation with you and some of the guys mm-hmm. of like, it literally was that same conversation about pride. It was like, I'm not a jerk. Yeah. And they're like, bro, bro, you <laughs> are a jerk, man. You for show. Yeah. Are you're a jerk. Like, you're legit kind of a jerk. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was like, no, 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 no. And then I was like, shoot, have I been a jerk this entire time? And for the first time, I just kind of saw myself, right, in yeah. that light. Yeah. And, and it just kind of led to this incredible moment in, in confession um, where I actually, um, uh, my confessor was one of our old priests that I just never liked. Mm-hmm. And I, and again, that was a whole prideful thing as well of like, oh, this priest has no idea what he's doing here. I yeah. am. How am I going to receive absolution from this dude over yeah, here? This, dude. this guy has like, you know, it's just been so rude, blah, blah, blah. He's not good at this, whatever. Yeah. And here I, and this is probably one of the most sincere, um, like confessions of my life. Yeah. And, and just kind of like, he was just so fatherly and just like immediately just kind of like talked to me with the dignity of a son. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, it just absolutely healed all of that. Um, and it was crazy and it was crazy. And that's, that's essentially what it took for me is kind of this crumbling of, of this idea of who I thought that I was for me to be truly humbled. But along the way was a lot of, a lot of pain, and a lot of, and, and a lot of docility of like, you know, you need to accept, uh, you, need, you really need to accept kind of what, what the Lord, um, is trying to tell you, um, Yeah, no, I agree. Um, that, and it's funny because most people won't even take that step to like ask. Yeah, you know, they just kind of assume, right? Um, and of course, I think that's what leads a lot of people to a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, misfortune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that, you know, when when we go back to that definition of just like knowing who you are, um. I think I think that's said because I think a lot of people, you know, suffer from like false humility. Yeah. And um I remember like that's what like I mean when like I remember hearing like the when the saints would like speak about like how sinful they were and mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but um but man, but like no, they really they really saw themselves. Yeah. They really saw themselves in, in you know, in the light of Christ. Yeah. Um but but they they didn't they didn't quit right they didn't they didn't like say like oh like I'm bad and I'm always gonna be bad and that's it mm-hmm. uh but but they said you know like 
God wants to, to, to be there. Yeah. God wants to be present. God wants right. to be in those cracks and, and nooks in my heart. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think that's very difficult because when you're going from a very prideful state of like relying on yourself and, and not, mm-hmm. um, leaning on anyone, yeah, even not leaning in God, like on, on the strength of God. Yeah. Um, when you, when you come to that reality of who you are, man, like to ask for help uh, from God or from the people around you, yeah. like that's like, that's going to take a while, oh, you know, yeah. for you to get used to. Right. It's something that I still struggle with today. Yeah. I mean, like, um, you know, I, like I began to like, try to like want to improve in certain areas of my life mm-hmm. and, um, rather than go out of myself and ask for help, not only mm-hmm. to God, but like to, to people that I know can help me. Like, yeah. like I, I choose to, to try to like wrestle with it and just do it on my own. Yeah. Um, and so I guess a part of humility is to, to basically say like, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really funny cause I was, uh, um, one of the books that I was reading, they, they really, they reference you know, Alcoholics Anonymous a mm-hmm. lot and that like, that's the entire idea of it. Mm-hmm. And so like it's this this entire like um uh uh spirituality or 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 methodology of imperfection mm-hmm. and this idea is just like I need something outside of myself to help yeah. me. And so I don't know. That that really yeah. meant a lot to to me like hearing that this idea yeah. is just like I like I'm not strong enough on my own. Yeah. And to accept that truth and reality of of like I need one I need, you know, a savior, a redeemer in mm-hmm. Christ. And two, like he has given me so many good friends and so many good people in my life yeah. to, to help me move along. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think for me, that struggle has definitely been the same of like me thinking that I can, I can do everything, fix everything that all. And just like, even in the, just the mundane things that I do. Right. I think, I think that's a beautiful thing about the way that the saints live their lives that they, they needed, they recognize the immense need for, for Christ's presence and help in everything that they did. Um, and even just the small things, right? And I think a lot about like St. Therese mm-hmm. uh, and how like her little way or like she invited the Lord into every little mundane thing that she did yeah, um, to do those things with great love of which is only possible through Jesus, right? And how I reflect on myself and I'm like, I only, you know, I, I don't invite them into my small things that I, I know for sure that I can do. Um, and how, how much grace kind of goes unused in not inviting him in, in kind of the, my mundane life. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been a really huge switch in, in, in my life of like inviting him into the social interactions yeah. and, and just asking like, God, like, God don't help, like help me just to not make idols of these things that if I have an awkward encounter, which and sometimes like I'm kind of an awkward guy, um, to not like, to not obsess over it. Yeah. To not let these things weigh heavy on my heart or for them to affect the way that I know that you view me, right? Yeah. And who I am created to be, right? Because um, I think I think the world tells us very specific things about humility and like, again, this idea that if, if you know who you are, but apart from God, it becomes uh, kind of kind of a monster of, of, of pride and selfishness. Mm. Um, and apart from God and apart from viewing actual perfection yeah again can become kind of a terrible thing and we see this of like you know humility can be taken as like um being powerful over other people right mm. exercising your license to 
deny people yeah. your your license to reject people when they don't hold up their end of the deal. Right. Right. This idea, and we kind of talked about it in like the friend episode, right? This past episode of like a lot of times humility or, you know, this idea, um, I think in the eyes of the world is like, okay, well, you're completely confident in the things that you can do and you carry yourself with this sense of like pride, right? Yeah. Um, which in a sense, like, sure, um, humility definitely, you, should acknowledge the things that you can do, um, but also recognize that you kind of have nothing, right? Right. Um, and I think that that idea of recognizing I really have no everything that I have is not mine, right? Yeah. Um, like the coin in itself, without you know what it is, without its value, like means nothing, yeah. right? Um, and so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Kind of what the world kind of tells us in in terms of that. Well, I. <sighs> Well, I think for one is just like, I think right now we're kind of living in, in an era where it's just like, like no one really cares about humility. Right. Um, at least not until you, you're faced with someone who's like obnoxiously prideful. Right. But, um, it's like this idea of like, like, you know, know your worth, you know? Yeah. Like know your worth queen. Gotcha. And yeah, uh, yeah, know yeah. your worth king. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. um, it's this idea of just like, you know, you deserve the world. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, you know, sure, you know, like God looks at you and, and he wants to give you everything you could possibly ever need right. uh, and want. Um, but it's this idea that, um, you know, you don't have to, to sh- shy away from things. You don't right. have to, to to bend for others. You don't have to right. uh, sacrifice anything. Yeah. And so um, we, we live in an era where, I mean, people get like cut off from each other's lives, mm-hmm. you know at one mistake. Right. Uh, and it's so sad because, you know, like be, without humility, then, you know, there's no mercy. Yeah. And so, um, we, we little by little, we're cutting mercy out of, out of our daily lives. Definitely. Um, and you know, we're, we're cutting it out of our relationships. And so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Granted, there's some at times where, you know, the, the right thing to do is to, you know, expunge somebody from your life. Yeah. If, of if, course. if, if they bring such, um, um, I don't know toxicity yeah (laughs) um but uh it's it's tough because um you know i think social media plays into it i think um you know media in general plays into it Mm -hmm. uh and um you know humility is now viewed on as as weakness or unnecessary or you know it's like you can't be wrong you know everyone's right right so yeah yeah and i think i think you touch on something um important here that without without um sincere and true humility there is no like mercy mm-hmm. um and it, it very much kind of um kind of bottlenecks the amount of mercy that we're able to show and experience yeah. uh, and it makes sense i mean this upcoming sunday's gospel um is luke chapter 6 27 through um 38 uh so i'll read it really quick and it says but i say to you that here love your enemies do good to those who hate you Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. To him who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your coat as well. Give to everyone who begs from you. And of him who takes away your goods, do not ask them again. And as you wish that men would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, 
What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the selfish. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. Um, and I think for for so many of us, like this, this literally this passage is kind of like, it's just the complete opposite of what the culture tells us, right? Yeah. Like we, we shouldn't bend to anybody. We shouldn't, um, I don't know, this idea of like we have kind of this self-image of, of pride. Um, and here Jesus is telling us to like, you know, somebody slaps you on the cheek, present the other cheek. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think living that out is, is such a, such a difficult thing. Right. And, and, and many of my small groups, right. I talked about this and that's always kind of the difficult ones of like, is Jesus asking for us to let people slap us in the face? No, not, not, <laughs> not particularly. Right. Like uh, Jesus never calls us to be in any abusive relationship. Right. right. Um, but in a way he's literally describing the ways that he will be abused in his passion. Yeah. And he's calling us like in the same way that I am laying myself down yeah. that I'm letting other people strip me of my dignity. Right. And in obviously just perfect humility, yeah. perfect obedience to the father's will. He will call us to do the same. Right. He will call us to completely lay down our lives. Um, and, and yeah, and so I think that just kind of like spits in the face of what the culture tells us of like, yeah. know your worth queen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that like without, without us encountering true humility, like we can't, we can't exemplify mercy, right? A fruit of being a son of, or a son or daughter of the father is mercy, right? And that's, that's how we can, that's how you can look and tell that you are, you belong to the father, yeah. right? Is that you embody the fact that he's merciful, right? Because he gives to the ungrateful and the selfish. Yeah. Um, and, re and we have to recognize that. And part of humility is recognizing like, shoot, we are the ones that hit Jesus in the face. Right. We are the ones that daily strip him of his dignity. Right. Um, we are the ones who daily curse him. Right. Um, and, and it's also encountering that like, I am the, the ungrateful and the selfish of which God freely gives to me. So who am I not to give that to somebody else? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, one thing that, um, is always going to stick with me is um, we did a, a like a retreat when I was at St. John Seminary um, with uh, the Norbentines mm -hmm. um, in um, St. Michael's Abbey. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the priest that was leading our retreat, he, he said one thing that just like stayed with me forever. And he said, you know, as you guys are preparing to be priests, you know, you have to remember that you will be everything, but you will also be nothing. Mm, it's like yeah. nothing in the fact that like we are sinners like everything else yeah. everything because the work that we do is mm. is you know for the lord by the lord you know yeah. for his people and so i mean taking that into like the layperson's aspect yeah um if you do ministry like when you're working when you you know with your family like you are everything and you are nothing yeah and so everything in the sense that you know god is is going to love the people around you through you yeah nothing in the sense that you're a sinner just like everyone else around you. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it, and recognizing that there's incredible freedom in this humility and recognizing that like, man, everything that I have, I don't own. 
Yeah. Like everything that I have belongs to my father. Yeah. And he takes care of it. Yeah. Right. I think what, what a difficult life it was when we were living out of, and not that, not that we're perfect now, not that we're not prideful now. Um, I mean, we have a podcast. Of course. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our word um, is gospel on this thing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but recognizing like it's, it's so, so more, it's so freeing to, under, to recognize it like, man, like all the things that God has given me, like they belong to God. Yeah. Like, and when we were living in that like extremely prideful state, and again, it's kind of funny that we kind of both went through that conversion yeah. kind of around the same time. Yeah. But again, feeling like the pressure is always on me. Like, feeling yeah. like I need to do all these things. Um, and recognizing, and now the way that I, that I have started to do ministry now is recognizing like, okay, all I need to do is just pray. Like I just need to pray yeah. and just show up. Yeah. Um, and you know, trust that God is working through me and you know, get rid of like my idea of what you, what I think my ministry should look like right? and let go of the control because recognizing this is God's ministry. Yeah. Right? This belongs to him right. and he's going to do whatever he wants to do. I just need to make sure that I, I do my part and I listen to him and I'm there when he calls me. Um, and it's so freeing. Right. Um, and, and honestly, that's just the way that, that God calls us to live. Yeah. Um, and, and oh my gosh, I just remember how, we literally used to just stay up and just talk about all the problems in ministry. And oh, like, for, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, bro, I cannot believe <laughs> this, this, or this. It's I like, cannot believe. It's like, if it were up to me, I would have done it like this. If it were up to me, bro, I would be Pope right now. <laughs> I would have papal infallibility. And, oh, uh, man. Yeah, and it's just like, man, how... How much that tired us out? How much that burned oh, us out? Oh, for sure. And how much it did burn people out around us. Oh, right? yeah. Um, I think in many ways it is kind of a, a miracle that we ourselves didn't get like burnt out to that to that extent. Yeah. Right. Um, so thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Well, I mean, it's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. You already know what it is. Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you liked it, please share it, rate it, share it with your friends. Again, make sure you eat a lot of fiber, you drink your water, and make sure you act a fool. Hey, say what's up to your mom for us. Hey, hey, hey. yo, hey, yo.